This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This message will self-destruct. What time is the danger? What time is the danger? It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080. Blue Poncho, Blue Poncho. 23 Dallas, ready? 44 Reno. Blue 58. Happy Football Friday to all who celebrate our holiday. As football is uh, closer and closer to going away on the college level. That it is, man. It's always sad. Final night of the high school regular season. What? No, it isn't. Yeah. What? Really? Week number nine. What the hell happened, man? Is Park Rose good this year? I don't know. I feel like you used to know this. You you not doing college or high school play by play anymore. You don't know anything about these teams. No, other than uh, obviously my nephews playing at Lakeridge. They uh, they, they got smoked by Anthony's team last I was, week. I was, they, I was, I was worried about burger. that. They put a yeah. fifty burger on your nephew. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw him Saturday morning as we were getting ready to go on the air, and he just he gave me like the raised eyebrow, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. want to say it on the air, like oh, Swigard. <laughs> We got a we got coverage. Oh no! For when it. I got him on the phone before before that interview last week, I go, "Can you take it easy on my Pacers tonight?" He was like, "Ah, I don't know, I don't know." Hell no not. is what he wanted to say to you. <laughs> not happening. Your nephew's hurt, isn't he? I had seen a yeah, thing that he's, he's banged up. He's dinged up a little bit. Okay. He's got a calf issue. He's been wearing a shoulder harness. So. Is he is he good to go? I have I have action tonight on Lake Ridge. Yeah, uh, they got to cover the spread. What's the number in that game? I don't know because it's the rivalry. They're at Lake Oswego tonight. So. It's, it's at four and a half. Four and a half. Lake so. minus four and a half. Well, I've heard Laco is great at running the football, and that's about it. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's my intel on that game. And that's, being incredibly privileged. And it's going to be raining tonight. So, Uh-oh. yeah, all the all the elements uh, up there on Country Club Drive. I want to take the points, but oh, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Is that the name of the road? Yeah. <laughs> it goes right by, because Lake Oswego High School is right near Oswego Lake Country Club. <laughs> Do people that live in Lake Oswego, and I'm talking about the the affluent people of Lake Oswego that do dabble in sports radio and think we're absolutely poor, moronic idiots. Do they even laugh at how pretentious it all is? Do you think, or are they just like, no, I earned this. I am going to be pretentious. Um, it, 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 there's a good mix. I will say there's a good mix. Country club road <laughs> combo. Douche Avenue. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> 
Hoity-toity highway. I kind of want to bet Lakeridge plus four and a half tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that that weather forecast is going to impact the game a lot. It could. Yeah, that's Pacers a, like to throw one. it. Is he going to play or not? I need you to give me the lowdown here, dude. <laughs> yeah, what's the you. intel? Well, my brother's driving around listening. If he wants to text me, let's go. Yeah, let's I'll, find out. I also want him on our show declaring where he's going to college that'd be pretty badass these are selfish things by me but i mean we're well, not gonna have a better connection to a potential that's D2 true D1 athlete no no it's not happening come on so yeah that would be a first in the history of this show we've done a lot of things over the last 10 years <laughs> we've never had a high school football recruit commit to college now I, I i have two girls i don't have any any boys but if my if any of my daughters end up being Really this or sports. something, going to Oregon State, well, yeah. following in the tradition. They can't play basketball? <laughs> yeah, why? Why'd you gotta, go gymnast? Yeah, that's racist. I wouldn't say, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why'd you go gymnast? Don't, are, aren't they doing? Do they play soccer? Do women play soccer sure, or they basketball? Can play soccer. They... I just know Oregon State, Softball where you want thing. them to go, has a quality gymnastics program. Okay, now, another thing. Why do you assume that I want them to go to Oregon State? Yeah, what if they want to be ducks? Uh, Mike, that'll be an interesting conversation at the dinner table in the Sprague household. Zero, zero interesting conversation. Go. Get some green and yellow in that house. I, I told my 10-year-old, I don't even know if she wants to go to college. She hates school. Like, every day, <laughs> I hate school. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's just going to get worse. Yeah, it's not going to get any better. Um, I said, I literally don't care where you go. You want to go to Oregon? Go to Oregon. Yeah. Go to, go to UW, go to Wazoo, go to LSU. I feel like it's different, too. Like, the only hang-up would be if your kid actually played sports for a sport that you root for. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean you look, would obviously, obviously football is out of the question right. here, right? But, like, if, you would overcome it, obviously, because you're a father first, right, and you want to see your kid succeed. The, the, the thing of, like, a kid just going to school to different school, there's no dilemma there. Well, but, you know, I think I've shared my stance on this before. We may have had this conversation, so I don't want to repeat it, but... If I had a boy and he was genetically blessed enough to be a D1 athlete football player and chose to go to Oregon, I I would absolutely – why would I not support that? I know. I'm just saying I think it would be weird in the moment. I think I think there would be a brief weird moment of, like, you sitting in Autzen Stadium cheering for the Ducks to score a touchdown. Uh, cheering for the Sprague <laughs> to score a touchdown, not the what Ducks. What if he's uh, defense, huh? You get, need, get interception. You need the offense to help him out. You want him to win, right? You want him to be happy. I want him to be happy. I, I don't need him to win. I just want him to be happy. Like, it's to me, the whole thing of, like, your kid just going to school, attending a school that you didn't root for, there's no dilemma there. I don't no. need to root for that school. No. Like, if you want to bring home, like, a, like if my kid goes to Washington someday and you want to get, like, a UW dad shirt, like, yeah, all right, fine, I'll, I guess I'll wear that. But I'm not rooting for Washington to win games. That has no bearing on your academic standing. What if he was a UW football player? Then, I mean, I would root for him. You'd yeah. have to. Well, what's, It'd be uh, weird, though. It would be weird at first. Uh, Molden, right? Isn't he the one that yeah. went to Washington and obviously his dad was a duck? Like, I think he yeah. leaned all the way into it. Wasn't he rocking I think he did, a UW yeah. shirt at one point? I think I saw a picture online. But That was a tough one to lose, man. The legacies are tough to lose. Oh, it's, it is, but, like, you know, let them go make their own legacy. Yeah, go have fun. Yeah. Like, let them start a new – there's two legacies. There's one at Oregon, there's one at Washington now. Doesn't – doesn't uh, don't the Beavs have a good women's soccer team? Uh, Yeah, they're not The bad. men's soccer team was number one last year. Their softball team's pretty good now. They're getting back into the – Look at you guys, man. You're on your come-ups. In the sports that, you no know, get all the eyeballs? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, football program's going in the right direction, too. I, I'm not kidding when I say – I was maybe I was a Trayshawn Harrison, stupid defensive play by Stanford, amazing catch and play by Harrison play 
away from tweeting at midnight when they beat Stanford. I was that play from not working away tweeting, when's baseball season? <laughs> what time does it start? Huh? Like, what about hoops? We're just skipping right over hoops? Well, we got no hope this year. They're playing in the PKI. They got some chances yeah. for some upsets. I'll be at the Duke game. I'll be rooting for the Beavs against Duke. And and by the way, there's never been a better opportunity in my life. Like, I hate Duke with every fiber of my being. And you get to see your alma mater play them. And I get to see the Beavs play them. I don't know if they'll even be remotely close. But I was asked recently, hey, what do you think about Oregon State basketball? They have the worst odds to win the conference, by the way, 100 to 1. They're dead last. And somebody goes, what do you think about Oregon State basketball this year? And I go, I can't name four players. No. That's I don't know who this team yeah. is. And, like, last year's team was supposed to be yeah. good. And then I heard, oh, it's a bunch of ego-driven divas who thought they didn't need to do certain things. And I'm like, well, isn't that kind of on coaching? Eh, it's a little bit. It's a little bit on roster building. It's a little bit on coaching, is it not? You're the guy that brings in the players. It's kind of how it works. So it's like I, I don't know how to feel about it. No, I also cannot name more than four players on Oregon's basketball team. That's the fun part. You spend the first three weeks of the season learning your entire new roster, and then guess what? It's all gone a year from now, and you learn it all over again. I kind of enjoy – well, your school more so than mine because you you get a lot of the one and done. You're dipping into the five-star pool. (laughs) What I enjoy about Oregon State Hoops is me not knowing more than three players because college basketball is an awful product. Yeah, it's not good. And so I largely don't care when it starts. And when I watch them for the first time, it's the most random game. And I go, oh, oh, look at that. And then I forget their names immediately after the game. And it takes me another week. And, hey, that one kid was good. And that was uh, number 13. I like his mm-hmm. game. Johnny Spikes. He was making a lot of shots yeah, out there. Spikes got a good floater <laughs> shot. Big, Keep playing Spikes. Big fan of his game. Can, can we ask the question, why are we playing a, a, a Pac-12 game on a Thursday night at 7 o'clock? What are we doing, man? I'm a zombie today. I, I, hate, to, I hate to be honest here, but this is the honesty show. I fell asleep on the commercial break from third to fourth quarter. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I didn't watch the fourth quarter. I passed out. I, I, I was exhausted. I don't even know why I was that tired yesterday. I was just I was sitting in my bed, had on my iPad. I was doing some show prep. I I, I was mid sentence of an article dirt, and my head <sighs> fell back, and I like <laughs> caught my head. I'm like, oh, uh, wake up! And then I just looked at my screen. They went, all right, we're going to the fourth quarter, and it was a one score game. And I went. No, no, I'm not doing this. I'm too tired. I want, I'd rather sleep. So I put my iPad down and I turned my light off and I passed out at like, I was at nine twenty or whatever the hell time it was. I was hoping that I, even though I took the Cougs and uh, uh, Pacto picks against the spread when it was 21 to seven, I was like, all right, I'm going to give Washington state one more drive, one more drive. If they score, I guess I'll try and stay awake. If they don't, I'm turning this thing off and I'm going to, and of course they score. They score. I'm like, all right. And then Utah fumbles on the next drive. And I'm like, all right, here we go. I guess I got to watch. And then I woke up. I think I fell asleep somewhere around four minutes to go. That was the last thing yeah. that I remember. And then I woke up at God knows what time with my iPad face down on my chest, still playing whatever was on FS1 at like 1140 <laughs> at night. Some NASCAR show or something. Ah, what, what, what day is it? Okay, I got to go to sleep. Was it 2117 when you fell asleep? It was 2117 when so I you, fell you asleep. You missed nothing. I missed nothing. I was waiting to see if the Utes could run out the clock, if the Cougs were going to get the ball back. Didn't happen. I just, what are we doing? That is that is such a bad time to schedule a game. First off, well, on, you didn't you didn't say this yesterday, so I'm curious. Is it more no, about I you did. getting tired? I did. I I, I thought you? I mentioned it at the end of the show. Okay. Why, why? First off, why are you going against Thursday night football? And I know it was overlapping just a hair. Yeah. But that's out of sight, out of mind for people. Mm. The NFL is king. So why, of all the weeknights, would you try and play a game on FS1 against Thursday night football? And then on top of that, if such you're such an irrelevant channel, if you're going to play on a weekday, can we maybe start it a little bit earlier for some East Coast viewers? There is not a single person east of the Mississippi 
that watched the second half of that game. Do people regularly put on FS1? No, I don't ever go there unless there's a baseball game or football game. Yeah, unless I know there's a sporting event. I don't think I've ever gone to that channel. I think they air college basketball. I don't go anywhere near that channel. It's for NFL games, or excuse me, college football games or MLB playoff games. Well, because they, I mean, they got rid of their version of the the Canadian Sports Center. You know, those Canadian guys, they got, they axed them. They're back up in Canada now. Well, and, and all they do on that channel is, Hot takes, NASCAR, and sports games. Yeah, it's Emmanuel Acho yelling about how Justin Herbert sucks. Well, you know, I, I was going to get to Emmanuel Acho today. He had an interesting take. At, did you see the halftime show? He pissed a lot of Duck fans off yesterday because he had a double whammy. He has that whatever dumb show they have in the afternoon, and he, he went on a rant about how. Speak for yourself. Tua is far better than Justin Herbert. Yeah. Based on because. they got weapons now, and, and oh, look who's got weapons, and look who's doing well, and look who's not, and. <laughs> He's, he's, he's won more games in his career because that's how it works. Yeah. You know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Aaron Rodgers because he beat him in the playoffs last year. That's how it works. We Qu- all know that. Quarterback wins is the only determining stat that we go for in evaluating. J- uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. There's no argument against it. That's why Jeff Hostetler is all-time greater than Dan Marino. <laughs> he's got the win that matters the most. So he had that take in the afternoon, and the, yeah, at, at halftime, he ranted and raved about 49-3. You can't be in the playoff conversation. He said, I can't get out of my mind. I just, I can't overlook that. Okay. Okay, Emmanuel. I've, I've come to really not like him that much. I, I don't like him very much either. And by not like, I mean, like, he's, really, he's good at what he does. I will never deny what somebody's talent is. But I just think some of the opinions is a little like. Well, he, he is, I mean, it, it, look, that is the industry of, I'm giving takes yeah. for interaction. Yeah, you're right. And what does he get? He gets interaction. He, he, gets, he gets this. He, he gets this, exactly. Wakes up and, hey, they're talking about me in Portland, Oregon at 6 a.m. What are you doing? I mean, he had that whole rant about Tua and Herbert yesterday, and Mina Kimes quote tweeted it and was like, what? Can we evaluate arm strength and yeah. uh, athletic ability and pocket awareness? Like, all of those things are graded in one direction over the other. People react to it. That's why they do it. I give a hot take. You disagree with it, and then you vocally uh, show your displeasure. I just loved that. Uh, I love that he was so anti-Oregon in the playoff, and Chris Peterson's like, I think Oregon's got their best chance for the conference. And I went, yes. <laughs> hey, thank Chris. Way to go, Chris. Look at Chris Peterson. Well done, buddy. Did you watch any of that Miami-Golden uh, State game? No, I did not. Oh, that was a good I, basketball game. I'm sure it was. I the, One of the things I've, like, I mentioned the Josh Hart prop on rebounds the other day. I have forgotten about, and I saw this yesterday. I can't remember from where. The prop on the Warriors to hit for every home game, especially, is their third quarter. Oh, big third quarter. So last night, they were, I think their line on the third quarter was Golden State minus one and a half. And they always, especially at home, come out and blitz teams in the third quarter. Interesting uh, gambling nugget because Friday kind of turns into football Friday. We give our thoughts, we give some stuff on the games. You know, we'll talk with Brady Henderson today about the Seahawks Giant game, the biggest game in the NFL this weekend is in Seattle. A preview of the NFC Championship. We also talk a lot of gambling, right? We're going into the weekend. You got things to gamble on. Did you see the controversy in the NBA gambling world yesterday? I don't believe that I did. I'm looking at the highlight right now okay. on the TV in front of us, and you see the game. Okay. It's Oklahoma City Clippers, and you probably still don't know what I'm talking about. No clue. Clippers came into this game against OKC. They had just lost against the Thunder a couple days ago. Um, the get the big controversy was the Thunder listed Shea Gildress Alexander as out, and then three hours before the game, they said, "Oh no, we think he's going to play." And so the gambling world Uh-oh. all went in on the Clippers. There's no SGA. SGA is their right. best player. Right. And so the gambling world was like, great, let's take the Clippers. 
And then a couple hours before they go, actually, he is going to play. Uh-oh. And so now there's a big, there, there, it's like it's a big thing brewing in the gambling sphere of if you're going to be partnering with these entities in the gambling world, when you say out, it needs to be out. Yep. And if you say doubtful, then okay. Then that's up to us. But if you're going to say out, don't tell me he's playing a couple hours later because I'm going to make my bet according to the out. Yeah, I had a couple of buddies who made little personal bets on Utah Wazoo last night, and then the game kicks off, and it's like, wait a minute. No Cam Rising. Cam Rising's not – nobody heard a peep. Nobody they had said a bye anything week. about they that. They played USC two weeks ago. Yeah. They didn't play last week. They bad two weeks. And nobody – he was never on an injury report. There was no rumor. There was no nothing. He was in his uniform. He went through warm-ups yeah. with the first-team offense yeah. on the field before the game. Yep. And then they said, nah, we're not going to play. We're going to play a backup. Like, that kind of stuff is hairy when it comes to the gambling world that you got to get that ironed out, and there need to be... There need to be deadlines on when yes. you say somebody's in, questionable, doubtful, out, whatever. But if you list out, they can't... Billions of dollars now in these partnerships... You say out, you got to be out, man. I don't care if you can play. You're out. You were listed as out. Yeah, that was a shocker last night. I did um, not see that in the NBA, though, and I would be pissed because if I would have saw that and was betting on that game, I probably would have bet on the Clippers, and then you find out they end up losing to the Thunder. And he had a really good game, too. That's God. what pissed people off even What's more. What's wrong with the Clippers? They stink. Yeah, they're not good. Good. Look at the Blazers. going to win the championship. Let's go, baby. All right, it's a football Friday. There's a lot to get to. We've got Kevin Todd. He's going to hop back on. He hasn't been on uh, three, four weeks, so we'll get his picks this weekend, get an update of where he's at in Spraying the Line against Swigard and Brady Henderson, as I mentioned, ESPN covering the Seahawks at 7.30. Let's get it going. Dirt and Sprague, happy Football Friday on the You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in. We got KT's going to hop on with us coming up here, and we'll get his thoughts. Uh, is that Utah-Wazoo game was just awful. <laughs> Not fun to watch, man, especially with backup quarterback, backup running back, and then, what, third-string tight end when Dalton Kincaid got hurt in that game? Do you think Do you think Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen have ruined football for us to the point where I just think a lot of these games really aren't good? Yeah, there's also a difference, though, right? I mean, I... I know there's levels to it, but, like, I was wondering this last night. I'm watching that game, and, God, it's just... It just wasn't good. I, let me rant about something real quick. Okay, rant, rant away. It won't even be a long rant. When did we get to the point in the sport of football where we said, hey, we need seven yards to get a first down. Let's draw up a four- and five-yard route. 
does happens it, a lot. Does it not make anybody else's skin crawl the way it makes my skin crawl when you watch a, a throw on third down come up short and you see the kid get tackled immediately and go, yeah, no kidding, you're short. Can we run routes at the sticks or past the sticks? I, I would wake up today and say this. Wazoo's future might be bright. Probably going to go bowling. Yeah. That offense sucks. Horrible. And can we stop running backward pass screens that are easy to snuff out for any team? How did Oregon blow away or or pull away, I should say, Washington State? Because Mace Funa knew what they were doing. Yeah, it was a little screen. He jumped in the way. same stupid play, and all night they're running it. I'm watching them on third down throw three-yard passes on third and eight, and I'm just like, I want to just yank my shaved head hair out of like, come on, what are we doing here? I can't stand when we throw shortest sticks in third down spots. It pisses me off. I didn't think I'd have PTSD this early in the morning, but you mentioning those throws is giving me flashbacks to Anthony Brown, and it's not fun because we did that a lot as an offense last year. A lot of a lot of third and nine, let's throw a three-yard out. Like, all right, cool. Let's throw a check down to the running back in the flat when we need 11 yards to pick up the first down. Let's backpedal eight yards and then throw a <laughs> screen that's at the line of scrimmage, yeah, and you I, need nine yards. I remember that play for Oregon vividly. I, there, are, there are great offenses and bad offenses in college football, and it's hard to explain every nuance that goes into it it's the old it's you know I don't know how to define porn but I know it when I see it I don't know really how to define a good offense in college football but I know it when I see come it come on you can't define porn <laughs> Washington State is not running a good offense it is not porn it is not football porn like it, it's just that, that to me is it's not about just quarterback play it's about he's you know, he's he's kind of part of it there's he's no up doubt. and down that's a part of it there's no doubt about it yeah. but a lot of it though to me is the game plan the play calling the flow of the game and that comes from an offensive coordinator. Like, they had a drive. I'm glad you brought up the screens and the underneath stuff where I felt like they called three straight wide receiver screens. Yep. And, to, like, what, like just blown up, blown up, blown up. And, what are we doing? And they're, and they're super wide, wide receiver screens that give a defense who's playing soft an easy chance to just run up and make a tackle and make a tackle. And there you go. A three yard game. I, cool. it's, it's hard to, cause Cam Ward is a guy and their offenses, their, their offense will show flashes and he is a player will show flashes or they'll put together like four or five plays. And you're like, damn, this thing's humming. Like, yeah, there's the Coug offense. And then they'll completely sputter. It's unbelievable how, how up and down roller coaster they can be throughout the course of the game to, to the note on the checkdowns. Cam Ward completed 27 passes. He was 27 of 31. So you'd look at that and say, God, that's incredibly efficient. He had nearly 30 completions for 222 yards. Like, that's not good, man. No. That's, not, that's not pushing the ball downfield. And they had a couple of big chunk plays in the pass game as well. And then, then you add to it that they can't run the football. And so when you are in a game, you cannot be balanced when Utah's backing up and forcing you to do all this underneath stuff. Like, you need to be able to run the football in those situations. You have to be balanced as an offense, and there just is none of that in Washington State. Well, and he had a couple of throws, you know, first half and even in the second half. He had a couple of throws, like, guys were open, yeah. and he was overthrowing them. Uh, not many. Obviously, as you mentioned, he had four incompletions of all the attempts he had. But he had a couple that if he hits those passes, maybe you get a different game. But their offense is frustrating. 
I can't believe they covered the number, but they did. They covered the plus seven. Uh, so shout out the Cougs I mean, on covering. That's they, all that matters to me. They covered because Utah was without their starting quarterback, their and starting running, running back, back yeah. and their top two tight ends. I, I know Kincaid played in that game, and he actually had a good performance. That, he got banged up, though, at one point. He did, yeah. He had to leave. It, it was a shoulder, arm, out of you know, ribs, something like that. He, he looked like he was in a lot of discomfort after that last touchdown. That was a very impressive win for Utah. Very impressive. Um, one other note to get to before we, we talk with KT as Utah moves and improves in the Pac-12. And halftime, we get an argument between Emmanuel Acho and the world about how Oregon cannot be taken seriously as a playoff team because they lost a game in week one. Like, I'd love to ask him, like, what if they win every game on the rest of their schedule by 30 points? What if they beat USC by 10 or more? Yeah, what if they beat in USC? In the Pac-12 title game. Yeah, like, they, that has to matter. They blow out Utah. They beat USC by a couple tutties in the Pac-12 title game. Still, then, at that point? No? Okay. Um... So I wanted to bring this tweet up before we talk with KT, and then I just noticed uh, something about your Twitter account. Oh, okay. What did I do? What's wrong now? Well, I don't ever visit people's Twitter accounts. I just see tweets on my timeline. Uh-huh. I love your bio. You like my bio? I got a good bio. M-F, 6 to 9 a.m., at Dirt and Sprague, on at 1080 The Fan. What's up, what's up, bitches? At Oregon football pregame, kind of insinuating that you're actually with the university there. I know. You like that tie-in? I did. Got a loose affiliation. Pre-pre doesn't have the same same tone. Oregon football pre-pre. Pre-pre. I'm the pre-pre. That'd actually be kind of funny. (laughs) Dot. TV analyst at the WHO. Not just the Winterhawks. No. You're with the whole WHO. Whole league, baby. I call national. Six games a year. That counts, though. Dot. Host at Grip City Golf. It's a world-famous golf podcast, in case you haven't heard it. And it is a good podcast. And then my <laughs> le- my three favorite things finally wrapped up. Dot, Selwood raised. Right, Selwood, baby. Dot, PIL legend. I mean, come on, there's no disagreements there. Dot, golf addict, which should be number one, because you care about that more than anything else you've listed. <laughs> you got to let the people know who you are, man. Yeah, that's true. This but you, me. You, uh, you sent people into a tizzy yesterday. I guess Mario actually was asked about the time. How about this? Mario's struggling, asked about timeline and pressure, ah. and, and he doesn't dismiss it. He actually has to go, well, brother, that's a good question. <laughs> he, he literally said, good question. And when you asked him that question, he did not forgive us for four years and was a royal jackass to us every hated time. Him. Absolutely hated Every him. time we had to interact with he him. He gave me a look at Pac-12 Media Day where I wasn't sure if he'd know me or I don't think he does know me. But he gave me a look like he knew who I was in that moment, like, oh, you. Yeah, he gave you the dagger eyes like he was going to reach did. across the table and rip your throat out. Bring it on. Yeah, it's funny because when I – I don't know. I, you gave me advice the other day that I should listen to. Like, my my team's in a good spot. We're playing good football. Yeah, great spot. Like, we got I, – I love the new coach. He's. I listened to his interview on primetime yesterday. Like, what a night and day difference between the last guy – it's a, it's a breath of fresh air. We'll get to the landing stuff too, by the way. But there is, I you know, I I am the kind of person that if you dump me, I'm I'm going to be a little petty. But honestly, when I get people tweeting me thinking that it's just an Oregon thing, like it's it's not. That's a small percentage of it, of him leaving Oregon the way that he did and the crystal ball in and how that all played out after four years. The vast majority why I have animosity towards that guy was because we had to deal with him for four years and it sucked. Like there's some things you can say on the air and you can't say on the air. I dreaded coming in on Tuesdays when we had to interview him because I knew he was going to be a jackass. I knew he was going to give us nothing. And then you know what he was going to do immediately after our interview? He was going to go across town on another radio station and give a more in-depth and and funny and informative interview where he, he gave better answers. And I that stuff drive me. It, it drove me nuts. 
He didn't treat people with respect, and it, it will bother me for the rest of my days. Yeah, to the point where you had to quote tweet this Mario thing and say, ah, nice to see Mario deflect questions at Miami by taking credit for what Landing is doing this season. Zero chance Ducks are 6-1 and one if Cristobal is coaching this team. And that set off an S-storm in your mentions. Um, <laughs> I mean, he basically said it's, you know, it must be nice to take over a program that's won two Pac-12 titles over the last three years. Yeah. I'm not taking that over. He it's keeps like, coming back to the Oregon thing, which is very it, – it's just – like, I know we've mentioned Mario, and some of you out there might be like, hey, move on from Mario. I've said that. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have much else to add to it this year. I don't know where they'll finish. Maybe they'll be a bowl team. Maybe they won't. And they snagged some big recruit last night. Okay, cool. I saw the shiny gifts and toys down in Eugene, too. And they'd always lose a game or two that you go, what? Hi. How do you beat Ohio State and you lose to Stanford? Yeah. That makes no sense, especially a three-loss or a three-win Stanford team. Nope. But I think that should be your last tweet on him. I'm done. That's let, it. Let the rest of his tenure speak for itself. I buried the hatchet. I got one more out. Part of it is he keeps bringing up Oregon. And it's like, dude, stop. Don't tell me to move on. He's got to move on. Which is mis- for Mr. I don't live in the past guy. It's interesting he keeps living in the past lately, isn't it? Yes, he is. Has to be a little jealous, too. I saw a video of they won a game. Go to KT here in a second. They were at home playing a game, and they had won it. And I saw a video of him going to do the fight song with the fans. There's like 30 fans in that entire stadium. Yeah, nobody. it's an NFL stadium. Nobody goes. Well, but even if it was a college stadium, nobody would go. Miami doesn't support sports like that. And then this weekend in Eugene, you had UCLA <laughs> and you had 56, you had 57, 58,000, whatever it was, screaming fans. Like, there's got to be just an, a, an aspect of that that makes you go, oh, damn, that was nice. Damn it. That was really nice to have that kind of support. Especially if you don't go to a bowl game this year. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. All right, uh, coming up next, Kevin Todd's picks. We haven't had him on in three or four weeks. Give you an update of where he stands with swag, where he's going in college or the NFL. And then I want to get to some Oregon stuff. Bo Nix did an interview, and I thought it was very interesting what he said. Yeah. And Dan Lanning uh, was on with Primetime, so we'll get to some of that as well. And the NFL, and there's a lot to get to. Dirt and Sprague back with more. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, we have a lot to get to here on a football Friday. We haven't had him this man on in a couple weeks. He's been jet setting, jet flying, wheeling, dealing. He's Woo! a son of a gun. Kevin Todd at Kevin Todd Sports on Twitter. Our good friend down in the uh, wonderful sunshine state of, of Florida. And he hop on, uh, he's hopping on now as he's competing against Swag this year in the spring line picks. And uh, right now he is 11 and 10. 11 and 10. He's on a slow build. Last couple of weeks, he's, he's stringing together winning records. Two and one, two and one. He continues. Two and one's a good week, man. If I get two and one, I am ecstatic with it. And swag came down a little bit last weekend. So KT hops on with us now. There's the standings as we get his picks for Spring Line a little bit later on. KT, good morning. How we doing? Why are you guys talking or making fun about my Jets? They're five and two, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, not, wait, hey. wait, stop! I'm the only one here making fun of the Jets. Have you listened to the show? Like honestly, yes or no? I haven't listened. Okay, no. what okay. happened? Let me hear. For three weeks, what have I been chanting on this show? Oh, uh, he's J E T S Jets, 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 Jets. I am Mr. Jets. I'm riding the jet wave right now. Your quarterback sucks, but your defense is legitimate. I was really upset. Brees Hall got injured. But I'm loving it. I'm on the jet ride. I'm a little boy with captain's wings on his shirt right now. Don't come out here and try to act like I'm not rooting for your Jets. I can tell you right now that the Jets and Giants are phony. <laughs> and I'm a Jet fan. I love it. And they I'm are. a Jet fan. They love are it. phony. It starts with not giving the Jets respect, and then it's their phony. They are. I mean, how? Can, listen, when you have more rushing attempts than passing attempts in a game, yeah. it's not going to last forever. It's not sustainable. But KT, they could both win this weekend. The Giants would be seven and one. Seven and one. And the Jets six would be two, six and two. Like we keep saying it, and I kind of believe you, but if you keep winning, at some point you gotta say, Well, it's just a good team that's maybe not as good in the passing department. See, you're like Joe Public. Everybody watched New England get slaughtered by the Bears. They weren't prepared for that game. They have a three and four record. Now they're gonna go play the Jets, and the Jets are five and two. But yet the odds makers are making New England a two and a half point favorite. You don't think that Belichick is going to have this team ready to play the way he was embarrassed? Please, my best bet is New England this weekend. I love it. I'm, I like New England this weekend too. Did you know? I, and I'm hoping I'm getting this stat right, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard that the Jets have not beaten New England since Mark Sanchez was their quarterback. Oh my god! Listen, I mean, I, I hope the Jets do well but we're just not gonna really go anywhere with that quarterback and like i said before the public perception is new england is so bad they don't know what quarterback they're playing i'm telling you right now yeah see this, this is coach belichick he's the best coach this team will be ready he probably reamed them in the locker room all week you're embarrassing me whatever he has to do this team is going to be ready to play and they're going to beat the Jets because of all the injuries. Okay, so a couple of things here to unpack. That is an amazing stat you just threw out, Dirt, that they haven't beaten the Patriots since Mark Sanchez I'm was the I'm pretty sure that's the stat. I thought I heard it that is. on the radio. You went yesterday. from so confident <laughs> to now being second-guessing yourself. That is an amazing feat by you. Here's the thing, KT. I'm not going to discount what your fandom was, but I think many people out there here in Portland, because I was thinking the same thing, I don't know if you can claim you're a Jets fan. If your best bet is betting against your team, I think you've moved to the point where you care more about the money of this thing than you do your actual fandom. Because if your fandom was involved, you couldn't actually bring yourself to say, my best bet is betting against my favorite team. And by the way, well, listen, Joe Public, I'm not picking heart, the Jets in this game. With your heart. 
You're going to lose money. Yeah. I'm telling you. That is true. The He's line is that. telling the whole – listen to me. They're begging you to take the Jets. But New England's a favorite on the road with a losing record. Come on. Yeah. Enough said. If yeah. this gets to three, though, you have to kind of think about the Jets, don't you? No. Okay. Oh, you think they're just going to hammer them? He loves it. I might lock that wow. pick in, too. I'm with you, KT. Let's oh. ride, baby. Okay, so you got – I'm going to write If the Jets now. get down double digits, they, I'm just kidding. Yeah. If the Jets get down double digits and Wilson has to throw the ball, it's over. What if Mac Jones has to throw the football? What indicates at all any confidence in that department? It's a playoff quarterback think, right there. Listen, <laughs> yes, exactly. But oh, yeah, I don't understand okay. Mac right. Jones got pulled. He was he came off an injury. He was out. They should have let Zappy play against the Bears. Not that it would have made a difference in yeah. the score, but who knows? Because when he came in the game, it was 10 not The next thing you know, it was 14-10 New England, and they fell apart. Mac Jones took 90% of the reps this week with the first team. I'm telling you, they're going to run okay. probably, I'm going to say, 60% of the time. Yep. And when they need to throw the pass, they're not gonna, he's not going to go deep. He's going to go 10, 5, 10 yards, and hopefully the yards after the catch will make them get the first downs. They're going to, like, control the clock. Yep. Jets only have one thing right now. They're running the ball, and they don't even have their best running back. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Carter is good, and he picked up the kid from Jacksonville. He hasn't been with the Jets long. Who knows how many reps he's going to get? The Jets are down by double digits. It's all over. I take it I'm writing down your first pick as Pat's minus Pat's two and a half. Pat's minus two and a half is obviously the first exactly. pick here. Okay. I'll, I'll just say this. Um, I'd kind of lean the Pats in this pick as well. The way in which you talk about the Patriots is interesting given they just got waxed at home on national TV by the Chicago Bears. And you talk about a team that can't throw the football. They are the worst passing team in like 55 years, and we're sitting here acting like the Jets have to throw the football to win when I just watched the Bears run all over the Patriots. The but- Jets are 5-2, and two, okay? They've beaten four teams with backup quarterbacks. Did you know that? <laughs> I mean, what is that? That's the NFL, baby. Who's the quarterback but for the still, Patriots? The starter is the backup. Back the backup is the starter. Four quarterbacks, and they won. That's I've- it. They haven't faced any starters. The one starter they faced. I love this. Long. You're talking. This is I your favorite this. team, and you're just out here like. So what? It doesn't matter. I'm be, listen. I'm a real. I'm a realist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All the Jets fans that I'm friends with in New York, also they think we'll go into the playoffs and the Super Bowl. By the end of the season, we will have a losing record. Okay. All right. Well, I, love I hope it. you're wrong on that because I like watching your team be good. So we got Pat's minus two and a half. What's your next pick? I'm going with tonight, Friday night. I'm taking BYU here minus the three. Now, I like East this Carolina spot. Yes. just yes. played the biggest mm-hmm. game in school history, going on the road, beating a ranked team by double digits, which was Central Florida. Yep. Now, after that win, they have to go to BYU. BYU has lost four straight games leading into this game. This is a perfect situation at home where they get the crowd behind them, the, the, the air is going to be really tough over there for East Carolina. They've never played here. By the third and fourth quarter, they're going to be huffing and puffing. BYU is going to take advantage of the situation. Laying the three is a gift because of how BYU has played. But if you look at the competition, BYU has played some really solid football teams. East Carolina has played nobody but Central Florida. I love BYU in this matchup today to end that losing streak. Minus the three. Yeah. Night game at BYU is a pretty hard environment to win at. All right. What's your final pick, KT? For my final pick, I have it right here. And you can think I'm crazy. This is one of the worst football teams in college football for the last couple of years. They're at home. 
They're catching seven and a half points. I've watched this team play. They have a new coach, and they're playing for him. I love Connecticut plus the seven and a half against Boston College. Don't be surprised if they win the game outright. Jim Mora Jr. Hey, I you, love it. That's an out of left field UConn pick right football there. football at home is a dog. I love this. Okay. All right. All right. So KT's picks are Patriots minus two and a half, BYU minus three, and UConn. Potentially even an outright win, but he's going to take the plus seven and a half. He is ahead of Swigard by a few games. He's on Twitter at Kevin Todd Sports, and he roots against his team because he loves capitalism. <laughs> KT, thanks for hopping on, my man. We'll talk to you next Once week. Once I go 3-0 this week, does uh, Swag want a mulligan? Uh, he might need one, yeah. yeah. Depending on, I mean, you've got a three-game lead right now, so depending on what happens with Swag this weekend, he, he needs to string together some yeah. wins here. He's going to need you to suck. Listen, Swag, I like you. Just stick to what you're good. Just keep hitting the switches on the board, okay? <laughs> wow. Have a good weekend, KT. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. The trash talk. Oh, man. I don't know what that segment was. We started arguing about the Jets. We got his picks. Uh, uh, just, Swag hey, catches a stray at the end of it. He, he might. I'll say this. We'll wrap it up and go because I have a lot we need to get into here. He might be right on the Jets-Patriots pick. I kind of lean the Patriots in that, okay? I can't spray the line on them because they burned me too bad, but I will be betting Pats minus two it's, and a half. I'm going I'm to tease the Jets. It's the dismissal of the Jets who can't throw the football after I just watched a team who can't throw the football Beat the living hell out of the team that he thinks is going to win this weekend. That's the beauty of the NFL, is it not? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I because guess. Because when I was, was when I gambled on the Ravens last night, and early in that game, after ranting and raving about how Tampa can't move the ball and they're not going to score any points, they jumped, the first touchdown they jumped out quarter. to a 10-3 to lead, and I thought, of course. They couldn't score a damn touchdown when I had them on the money line against the Panthers as a two-touchdown favorite. And now they're coming out and scoring a touchdown on their opening drive. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get back into Football Friday. we got a lot to discuss. Dirt and Sprague back with more on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voice. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Bo Nix does an interview and says something kind of controversial. And then Oregon's going to Berkeley this weekend. Uh, one of our four-star locks on our BetQL models that we get is Cal plus 17. I saw that last night and I laughed when I took Oregon minus 17. Cool for me. <laughs> Yeah, I took Oregon to cover, too, but it would not surprise me in the least if that game's a wonky, weird... It's a 12-30 kick, and I'm wondering if that's a good or bad thing for Oregon. Uh, also, Dan Lanning was on yesterday, obviously, as he is every Thursday with primetime, something that we wanted to kind of bring back. Uh, also, I have a point of contention with Dan Lanning I want to bring up that I heard him say. Okay. Uh, kind of upset me a little bit. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, we can't and, have that. Him and Isaac. Oh, can't have that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to all of that. What's got your attention this weekend? Where, where, where do you think in college football, whether it be Pac-12 or random game or NFL or World Series, like what's dirt watching this weekend? <laughs> I, I was kind of going through it. It's an interesting slate. We got a Blazer game tonight, and then they're off till Wednesday. Yep. World Series starts tonight, and they go Saturday, and then they get a day off, and then it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Philly. And obviously college football all Saturday and then obviously NFL, NFL, NFL Sunday. What's drawing the most attention for you? 
I, I would say number one for me is the World Series. Really? It is. I, I You know me. I'm, I'm a baseball guy. I know it sucks, and I hate when they pair it up with a football weekend. At least we get game one tonight, and so it's not going head-to-head against anything. You can flip over and oh, watch. football tonight. Uh, well, sure, if you want to watch it, but I'm okay. I don't need to watch BYU and who, who are they playing? East Carolina? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. How I, dare you. I, I can stay away from that game. BYU's lost four games in a row. I have a feeling it's not going to be a great game. The World Series is slightly more important than a uh, below 500 college football team. You guys broke them. You know that? We did. You were Damn the, right, we you did. You were the start of them getting broken. It was all the chant the crowds. They couldn't They couldn't overcome it, man. month later, they haven't won. Have they won a game since then? No, they've lost four in a row. Yeesh, that's not good. They beat Baylor in that wild double overtime game. They came to Eugene, got absolutely obliterated. They can't win since. <laughs> they haven't won since. Uh, I would say there were a few red flags before that Oregon game. But, no, I, to me, it's World Series number one. Number two is is Oregon, and I'm, I'm excited to talk about that game today because this is a program that over the last couple of years has had a propensity to play down to opponents from time to time and make games a little closer than they probably should be. And I look no further than the Cal game last year in which they won by a touchdown, and Cal had like seven shots inside the 10-yard line with a chance to tie the game. I think they won at 24-17, and I know different staff, they're playing different, the offense is high-flying. There, there is a challenge, though, coming down from such an emotional win to go on the road, especially in a place where you have to bring your own energy like at Cal because there's not going to be many people there. So that's that's probably number two on my list. And then after that, look, the NFL will always rope me in. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm glued to it all day Sunday, and I can't wait to watch the whole slate. I think outside of the Oregon game this weekend, the game I'm most excited for is Kentucky and Tennessee. Because I, More than I, Ohio State, Penn State. Huh? Yeah, because Ohio State's going to slaughter Penn State. Um, the the Kentucky-Tennessee one is interesting to me. You know I have Tennessee number one in my, in my dirty poll, the definitive college football rankings. But I don't really know. What, like, it's been one game. Like, like, part of me looks back to where Tennessee was earlier in the year. Did you remember that they had to go to overtime to beat Pitt? Uh, they, yeah, that was did. a good game. It was a great game. On the road. Right? So, it, like, they've had moments. And Pitt's not a bad team. I'm not saying Pitt's trash by any means. But... There's, I'm curious if there's a difference between they're in dark mode this weekend. The top, the top, you know, levels of college football and where Tennessee's at. They beat Alabama. They got them at home. It was a crazy game. Now you got to go beat Kentucky at home tonight or on tomorrow night, and then you got to go to Georgia. Like that game, it has trap written all over it for Tennessee, and I can't wait to watch they're it. They're wearing pretty sweet uniforms, or they call it dark mode in Tennessee. A lot of people are nervous, though. Yeah, and I think you should be because Kentucky's got a really good defense. No, I was talking about the the game. Oh. It's in Tennessee. They call it dark mode. They're afraid of what somebody's going to look like showing up to the game. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You got to be careful with that. A lot of white people. And yeah. Oregon State got in trouble for this. The, it, that happened, yeah. The blackface thing. I, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't, you don't want to do that. Don't do that. We no. don't need to go on. Wear a black sweatshirt. Wear a black hat. Well, I, let me ask you this. I, I want to get to the Bo Nix thing and, and landing, and we'll talk a little bit more. But, like, I, I guess maybe this is just college football, is it not? Where your fandom every week, because I, I think I do this with Oregon State, you just said, yeah, it could be a weird game. We do this every week, and your team's really good. Like, we did this going into BYU. Well, I don't know, man. BYU, they're undefeated. They're kind of looking good. They yeah. beat Baylor. That was a big game. Waxed them. Yeah. And then the next weekend at Washington State, you can easily say, well, yeah, there was a right to be nervous. They were down big. They had to come back late. and That was a weird game. It was a weird game, but you won it. <laughs> they won. And they then did. the next weekend, I had to listen to you say, oh, Stanford always makes <laughs> it's Stanford, man. You killed them. <laughs> like, is this just what you're going to do every week, yeah. no matter the opponent? Yeah. Even Arizona, I saw Duck Fan on Twitter on Arizona. It's like, I don't know, man, the Zona Zoo, and uh, I remember 2009. And I'm like, <laughs> take 
Take the tinfoil off your head. I will not. I will be paranoid at every turn. This Cal team's not good. No, they're not. They lost to Colorado. They did. There's maybe going to be more Duck fans at this game than Cal fans. Yeah, that there's a real possibility that could happen. And your offense is substantially better than anything you ran the four years prior. So, like, I guess what I'll say going into break and without you answering here. Let me be a nervous wreck, damn it. When are you not going to be a nervous wreck? Uh, Bo Nick said something controversial. And then Dan Lanning gives his thoughts on something big that happened this weekend and maybe indicating is more to come in this department. All that is next. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 